planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Everblack Podcast, proudly brought to you by Blacklight Art Design and RW Promotion. I'm your host, Nev. On this episode, we are joined by Dr. John from Australian Simpson themed Doom Band, Dr. Colossus, who will be hitting the road this September in support of their latest single, Route 66 and 6. And not only that, the band have also recently announced that they're going to be teaming up with US Ned Flanders and heavy metal band Oakley Doakley early 2020 uh, to bring a full four-fingered yellow assault across uh, Australia and it's going to be incredible. Uh, It was great actually getting the chance to not only talk metal on the show with John but uh, The Simpsons as well as uh, everyone knows I'm a massive fan and uh, we got down to the bottom of our favourite characters and episodes and of course the impact The Simpsons have on on everyone's everyday lives and uh, man I can't wait to see these guys play on this tour. Because uh, they're going to be doing two shows in Queensland. So I'm going to definitely be heading to both of those. They're playing the Crowbar and then uh, in my neck of the woods on the Gold Coast at Vinnie's. And that's uh, with our pals of Black Swamp. So uh, shout out to the Black Swamp as well. Love your work, guys. Good to see you back in action. All right. Well, the tour kicks off at the Barwon Club in Geelong on the 6th of September. Then Stay Gold in Melbourne on the 7th of September. Crowbar in Brisbane on the 20th of September, then Vinny's Dive Bar on the Gold Coast on the 21st of September, Frankie's Pizza in Sydney on the 5th of October, Transit Bar in Canberra on the 6th of October, South Aussie Hotel in Mount Gambier on the 18th of October, and then wrapping up Cranker in Adelaide on 19th of the 10th. Tickets are only $10, so make sure you get your tickets, hit them up, and their merch is amazing too. Uh, make sure you just uh, save your save your dollary dues and bring them down and uh, throw some cash at them and get some cool shirts and stuff like that. As for the Oakley Doakley tour, that kicks off on the 11th of Feb in Brisbane, the 12th of Feb in Canberra, 13th of Feb in Newcastle, 14th of Feb in Sydney, and 15th of Feb in Melbourne. Tickets are available for that one as well uh, over at troubadourmusic.com. But we'll have more on that tour on a future episode. I'll have all the all the links up on our socials and with the article as well. But before we go into the chat with Dr. John, I have to mention this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. And they've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media. Great guys, great turnaround and always really helpful. www.blacklightad.com.au uh, the show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. www.rwpromotion.com.au uh, Richard from RW is also a big Simpsons fan, so I'll be dragging him along to it too. I know you're listening. Let's get our tickets and uh, let's party. Lock it in, lock it in. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and iTunes and Spreaker streams through the apps. Give us a shout out. Give us a review. That really helps us out, guys. Share our stuff. We appreciate that as well. It really helps us out. Uh, And thanks to everyone that has already. 
All right, here is my chat with Dr. John from Dr. Colossus. Get your tickets to the tour now. Enjoy. Jono, thanks for joining us on the show tonight, man. Uh, how's things going? Very well, man. How are you? I'm excellent, dude. Excellent, just like Mr. Burns would say. Excellent. Very good. Excellent. Of course, with the recent news of your upcoming tours and new single, 66 and 6, you could say everything is coming up Millhouse for Dr. Colossus. Super exciting times ahead, right, man? Yeah, it's um, all kind of fired up again at once. Um, yeah, we kind of decided to get some new music on the go, start gigging again, and then, yeah, there's just a bunch of things all lined up at the right time, and we're, we're off, and, off and running again. I'm super excited, especially, uh, you know, the tour kicks off on September 6th in Geelong, and then it makes its way up here to Queensland. I'm, I'm super pumped to see you guys. So is this the first time that you've played up here? It is the first time we've ever been to Brisbane and, yeah, out to Southport as well. And, and you, might have to be, you might have to explain, is Southport considered Gold Coast? It is, dude, and that's where I am. Yeah, okay. I'm on the northern end of the Gold Coast, but I grew up in that area. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, because it's such a foreign area to us. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to go up and do Crowbar, Brizzy, and then um, out to Vinny's, Vinny's Dive. So it should be good. Vinny's, uh, we played there Friday night, and it's oh, sweet. unreal, dude. Man, I, I love Vinny's. It sounds like a, the perfect venue, like just a nice intimate kind of um, dive setup. Yeah, I think that'll be a fun show. And particularly because the other bands from the Brizzy show are going to come out and play that one too. So, yeah, it'll be fun. You're hitting it with uh, the Black Swamp, our good friends of Black Swamp. Have you played with those guys before? Nah, they were um, – that all happened purely through the power of Instagram. So every now and again we would sort of see that they'd put up Simpsons references in there, either in their comments or in their <laughs> posts, and like just sort of had a similar sense of humor. And then a couple of times they commented on some posts of our um, on of our Instagram. And um, yeah, I just had started having a yarn to those guys through Insta. Said, oh, you know, we'll have to hook up some shows, and they were they were down. That's unreal, man, because they are a sick band. They're they're hell yeah, of a lot of fun. They, uh, yeah, and I, I really dig the kind of um, breadth of their sound as well. They got they cover the edges of a of a few sort of nice sounds within that stoner kind of groove stonery sort of sound, which is nice. Yeah, absolutely. They they are always a blast to play with those guys. And as we say, Vinny's Dive is sick. That place you're going to have so much fun. Brisbane, the Crowbar. It's it's just going to be sick, man. Huge room for us too. Like. Um, mm. Ambitious, um, ambitious room, but yeah, we're pretty hopeful that we can have a good night and um, do do a sort of uh, yeah first venture up to the Briz. Do you know what, man? the The response has been so good with this. I've been trying to poke it around online, and people have just been keen to see you guys play. I know I have, but I know there's tons of other people that are into metal and uh, the doomy stuff that love the Simpsons. So you kind of, I think you got this one in the bag, mate, to be honest. Well, yeah, I hope so. And I mean, to sort of um, serious, to, to sort of hit a serious note as well, and, and maybe a somber note, um, the drummer of the band and original member, 
band Nathan Johnson. He tragically passed away a couple of years ago and he and I were always planning to go to Brisbane with the band. And we we managed to do a couple of smaller tours with Dr. Colossus over to Perth and up as far as Sydney. But back then we never had the opportunity to get up to Brisbane. So it's kind of, um, it is a nice nice moment to be able to go and play Brisbane for the first time but it's sort of like a bittersweet thing that he never got to do but I think there was a lot of people that were into it back then uh, in Brisbane that were hassling us to come up I think they're probably finally going to see their day of seeing Colossus up there which is nice and are you bringing the uh, stonecutter costumes with you absolutely yeah <laughs> it'll be the full show yeah we'll, we'll it'll be it'll be the full show and and more there's uh yeah we've got a bunch of surprises for the tour which will be good um and some new tracks that we haven't ever played so yeah we're (laughs) we're really like turning it's 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 turned up from around about nine and a half to a sort of a hot 11 for the for this tour (laughs) (laughs) love it man i love it and uh, part of the tour you're selling uh exclusive pickup only merch packs that I saw the pre-orders only yeah. yeah so um we did a we did a 7 inch of the new track that we put out um and the Melbourne label Tough Cuff did a, just a really limited run uh, of mm. 150 and they sold out pretty much straight away and we were kind of um keen to get some for the shows so that we could yeah have a maybe have a different version that we could sell at those shows and rather than kind of put them online for pre-orders possibly have them all sell again quite quickly before the shows we just decided to we're going to hold on to them and um if you wanted to get one and come to the if you wanted to come to the show we'd guarantee that we'd at least be able to take some up to you know because we haven't we haven't had the chance to bring merch up to brizzy before or bring records up there so it means we get to bring some up there, and if people want to actually secure a copy, they can just. Sort of... Oh yeah, and and the pins. I saw the pins. The, the little yeah, pin. yeah. Yeah. So we're getting, getting some. Yeah, they're like silver chrome pins, and then they've just got a soft enamel filling in the middle. So they'll be um, they'll be kind of in a pack with the with the record, um, and uh, hand printed uh, like a mirror finish card that can go in the front of the slip for the cover. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, just a just a shinier, cooler version that um, that we're going to take on tour. I like the glow-in-the-dark Barney shirts too. Are you going to be bringing them up on the tour? Uh, no, they're all gone. Oh, um, no. Yeah, but we'll, we'll do another, some unique shirts for the tour. Um, cool. Cool, cool. We, gen- we generally only um, we only sort of ever do small runs of stuff, and then when they're gone, they're gone. So we'll um, yeah, we'll do we'll do a unique one for this tour, and I'm pretty keen to do some long sleeves or something like that, just to just to sort of compensate for our cold weather that we're having at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> do you design the merch yourself? No, definitely not. That's um, Len Smith, who um, is like uh, who's done stuff. For, I think probably most famously for like Friends of Rom and those sorts of bands. So he absolutely adores the world of The Simpsons. So he's always got some really nice ideas. When we give him a bit of an idea of something we're thinking of, he comes back and 
really hones it and kind of creates that. Yeah, keep, keeps adding to that world. So yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, we've got a good good working relationship with him. So yeah, we just shoot the shit, and then before you know it, he comes out with another amazing piece. You're going to be hitting the road with Oakley Dokley, and uh, you yeah. wrote a song. You wrote a song dedicated to them called "Stupid Sexy Flanders," <laughs> and yep. uh, that's going to be sick, man. That's early next year. What a lineup! Yeah, 2020. That'll be super fun. So yeah, I know Head Ned. I've met him before, um, and he's a really nice guy. Um, so I think they're going to be really fun shows to to hang out with them as well. So how did you meet? Headnet. How did that come up? Um, it was purely by chance. I was over in um, I was over in the states, and uh, I shot him an email when I was in Arizona, and I just said, uh, "Look, I'm in the area. Do you want to catch up, have a yarn, and trade stories?" And uh, yeah, he and the whole band were just like, "Yep, yeah, let's go out. We'll have dinner." And so we all went out for dinner in Phoenix, and <laughs> and just. Yeah, just hung out for the night. So it was, uh, yeah, it was super nice of them to, to catch up. But, yeah, we just stayed in touch ever since and joked around at, at potential tours in the future. And they're um, obviously huge, huge act over in the States now. So mm. when they asked if um, if we wanted to do a tour in Australia, we thought it would be perfect. And was that after the they had uh, White Wine Spritzer at the end of the episode of The Simpsons? No, nah, that was well and truly before then. So um, actually the uh, the meeting, uh, when I caught up with them for the first time, it was many years ago and they uh, had a few different members at that point. Mm. Uh, and the clip had been released uh, and all the original members are in that clip. But the clip had never been shown on um, the end of The Simpsons at that point. That only happened uh probably a month or two ago um which is just like bonkers so big it's it's insane and it's just it seems like it's got a a bit of a uh after shock effect in some way you know what i mean like it's starting to see them go global and then you guys are going you know you're picking up as well it's it's like a meeting of the minds it's all happening man it's it's exciting times yeah it is it is exciting and i think like um I don't know. I think people are generally kind of receptive to humor in particularly in heavy music. Mm. It's like anything that kind of pops up and is and breaks away from what people expect or like um, particularly with a lot of music press at the moment, it's just all about Slipknot or it's all about like Dave Grohl. Like there's sort of like just quite serious stories that or ser- like a lot of serious releases get overlooked because it's um yeah it's just a monopoly of the big guys a lot of music media and a lot of people who consume it as soon as there's something that breaks away from that kind of mold and it's odd or is humorous it's um it garners a bit of interest so i think it's sort of worked out quite well that both dumb themed bands could <laughs> unite <laughs> in dumbness for it <laughs> it's a beautiful thing mate uh, i'm all oh, for it's, it it's ridiculous and and um and very very silly so it should be fun have you have you had contact with uh the makers of the show or even matt groaning no no we no we haven't had any um and for a good part of our existence we were quite scared of re- raising our head too much um mm. So when we like when we started, we didn't have any 
direct references to The Simpsons, and it was all kind of shrouded. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Like our first EP, a lot of people picked up, loved it, um, came to shows, and then kind of midway through the show, the penny dropped that it was a Simpsons-themed band. Like a lot of a lot of people kind of were were coming to gigs and and checking us out and didn't even realise that we were singing songs about the Simpsons until they got into the liner notes. <laughs> so we were at the time we were we were just quite happy flying under the Fox radar. Once Oakley Doakley popped up on the scene, we were sort of like, uh, it doesn't seem like anyone's suing anyone here. So I think we're pretty <laughs> free. To, I think we're pretty free to push it as far as we want. And um, yeah, we just turned it up, went full tilt with it, <laughs> and, and and to some degree tried to get tried to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hey, the mouse owns uh, owns it now, right? So. They seem to be pretty supportive, especially like the Lucasfilm side of things. Yeah, well, yeah. I think, and I think it's in their best interest. I mean, like, yeah, they've got to show that um, it's like the more there's so many shit posting groups now, and the Simpsons memes are kind of like a currency online. Everyone, everyone kind of uses them, and I think to kind of crack down on people reinterpreting the Simpsons actually really, yeah seems quite mean-spirited and i think they probably are quite happy for people you know and and by putting same with same deal with putting okily dokily at the end of your credits it's mm. it's it's kind of a nice statement and and it's it's kind of like you know we've got a sense of humor and we get it like this is this is obviously funny like and so yeah i think it seems like they're all pretty accepting of it well, it's, it's embracing the fandom in a way. Yeah, absolutely. If, if anything, they squash it. They're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Because if anything, it's it's spreading it even further. It's just going to make it more money. Totally. And I think too, like people can see through, you know, people can see through it if you're trying to squash stuff like that. Yeah, like that's Metallic- right. Metallica are one of those bands that have, you know, time and time again came out with the lawyers every time someone ever came near one of their songs or anyone tried to sort of encroach on their pocket. And, yeah, people kind of smell it pretty quick. Lars Ulrich's kind of earned that reputation being like that. It's true, but then I've I've seen where there have been tribute bands, Metallica tribute bands, and they've told their lawyers to leave them alone. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So I hope, yeah. I hope that I hope I hope that happens more because um, I think like any of those sort of anything that's born from a fan, you know, anything that's born from people loving it, we don't we don't want a piece of what the Simpsons have. We have a lot of fun working their world into our world, mm. and 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 combining the two actually is like a really you know it is a new thing. One, it, it's a new experience to kind of frame a story from one of the narratives in an episode in a doom song um, or, or a rock song. 
Um, yeah, it's just like it's, yeah, it's just a, it brings out different parts of the script that people might not have heard before. It, yeah, it <laughs> or it's just so ridiculous that um <laughs> that it yeah you can't help but laugh. Absolutely, man. I, I'm all for it. And I look, dude. I don't know how old you are, but I'm I'm an elderly man of 38, and uh, yep. I remember sitting down on on Sunday night for the premiere of The Simpsons on Channel 10, and. Whoa recording it on VHS and then watching it on repeat and just taping every episode right up until like the end of season two. Do you remember that? Oh, I'm only 31. So oh, yeah, I see. I, uh, okay. I was like, I was a little kid and, and season three and four were sort of rearing their heads. So um, they'd finished up with the, um, they'd got past those kind of extra sketchy characters and, <laughs> And blacksmithers and and Homer, so <laughs> Homer's kind of has a that voice back then. Yeah. Why are you, why are you why are you like he kind of has a bit of a New York sounds like a bit of a New York monster. Bart that kind of vibe. It's funny, eh? But, um, How it's all yeah. yeah. And and you, yeah, you don't even notice until you like if you slam like through up to like season ten or something, and then you go back and watch one or two, you're just like, mm. oh. What the it's hell? So like, it's like, so yeah, it's rough. super rough. But the stories are really good. Like the original, I think those first few seasons, the stories are super strong. Mm. They're always like a really tight um, kind of, usually tight, like a moral to the story. Like what have we all learnt today kind of storylines. Yeah. No, it's good are stuff. You, Jeez. Are you yeah, a collector you were pretty, as well? No, I'm not a massive collector. I've just like, I mean, I've got all the box set DVDs. I don't know if there's any if they released like a HDR or a Blu-ray set, I'd probably get those. I don't know if there's a Blu-ray set yet, but I mean, I'm a, no, I'm just a, I'm just an avid lover of all things Simpsons. So yeah, I don't, I don't collect any um, bobbleheads or any kind of bits and bobs like that. I collect pins for my, for my jacket, and I collect patches and stuff like that. More just like. I love collecting metal Simpsons stuff and like, I like collecting stuff much like Dr. Colossus that is like ripping off Simpsons things and paying homage to it. I, I kind of find that stuff like bootleg stuff far more interesting. <laughs> I'm all about it. See, I see when, when it came out originally, I just remember there was just Simpsons. It was Simpsons mania, man, everywhere. It was just everywhere. Yeah. And I had all yeah. the figures and everything. And I just remember, there was those handful of kids that weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, everyone would be like, did you watch that episode? <laughs> they're like, nah, nah. But they could, you know, they could do the Bartman, but they couldn't watch the, uh, you know, the episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got the Bartman cast single. I remember, how, <laughs> I remember when that, <laughs> that was getting around school. Um, yeah, far out. That's so classic. Little did they know where how where it was gonna go, and all those kids oh. are now. I don't know where they are now. They've, yeah, that was just bad. <laughs> you know, repress people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a massive part of our culture now too. As we mentioned before, with the uh, the quotes and everything and and stuff like that. It's just I don't trust anyone personally. If I if if I work with someone and they don't throw some Simpsons quote in at least once a day, I don't trust them, eh? <laughs> well, and and sometimes it's like for people like you and I that are kind of it's been a big part of our growing up mm. and like sort of sitting in the background or like 
having watched multiple t- episode, multiple times, watched the same episode, often you'll quote stuff and not even realise you're quoting The Simpsons. And and I think like that's the that's the classic is when you're at work and you you make a comment and you, in your brain actually isn't even making the link that you're quoting a Simpsons. <laughs> you're just saying like this silly like line, and then someone will look at you and just be like, "What?" You're like, Oh, yeah, well, oh, it's off this episode of The Simpsons. Like, it's, yeah, I forgot I was actually just quoting something. Like, it's just so embedded in, in our heads that <laughs> it's like a second language. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. I mean, the one we yeah. use all the time at work is just, yes, and that's it. And we just, and <laughs> yeah. just, we all know. Yeah, yeah. And some wouldn't, and some, and some would just think, like, that is bizarre and that you've, um, got a tick or something but it's <laughs> yeah yeah it just colors a little bit brighter colors and and uh <laughs> yeah it's good yeah, i love it i love it and of course uh rossi taylor passed away this week too which means no more martin or, or Uda. yeah yeah i saw that um it's pretty amazing that um a lot of those tributes when they pop up will have the um voice actor beside the characters they played and it's just yeah. it's like it's so it's so staggering that that one voice can can play so many so many like key characters yeah that was that is a pretty amazing contribution to the show that she had sad day but i mean i yeah. guess there are a lot of a lot of them are getting getting older and that's bound to it's bound to happen let's see let's wrap them all wrap them all in bubble wrap man <laughs> well, just yeah, you know, like they are. They're they're on the they're they're on those that box set that I've got in my um bookshelf. Like they're there for eternity. The those um those characters are like, and as they as they as they got older and their voices got croakier, like Martin and Uda are from early seasons still sound exactly the same. You know, same. Um, yeah, yeah. They've, they've, it's like a legacy that they've left, and it's like a. I reckon it's it's a pretty pretty amazing one. It's like they've transcended so much of culture, so much of Western society, mm. just with a, a voice, and no one necessarily knew what any of them looked like <laughs> until until like voice actors started to become a bit more recognised. It's sort of um, yeah, they're just a voice. So yeah, it was an, yeah that is interesting seeing those seeing those faces pop up whenever yeah. someone passes. It's um yeah, it's it's pretty full on, but. Like I, but you're right. It's just it's it's gonna go on and on forever, man. Like you can't ever take that away. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's sort of just like yeah, a little bit of a tip of the hat, and then yeah. they check out their time's up on Earth. But there's gonna be a bunch of our kids and their kids that are gonna still get a laugh from something that they said one day on the uh, on the show. It's kind of nice. It makes me wonder, as we were saying before, like if it's just it's just gonna be so ingrained all those quotes that it just becomes just part of the English language, and people it'll won't be, even know. It'll be really interesting to see whether um, it is just an ingrained in our generation, or, yeah. or like sort of these next couple of generations. It's just not even a you know not even a blip on the radar. But I don't know. It does seem to transcend decades, so. Maybe it will can kind of hold on for quite a while. It's hard to tell. Well, who knows, man? But I'm I I hope it just keeps on going forever. But uh, keep going on for me until I check out. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll ever get sick of just 
grabbing out a box set and picking a random episode and going back for a while. Do you have a favorite episode? Probably like I'm I'm like a last ex at the Springfield kind of guy. That yep. pretty much like, like there's a there's a little glory spot, a sweet spot of episodes either side of that. And I'm not sure I I can't remember. Everyone always talks about the Conan episodes where Conan was writing. I don't think he wrote that many in the end, but he was sort of in the in the writing room. But I think round about that era is kind of like the glory spot for all the the writers and the gags where the gags are just so rapid fire. I kind of feel like there's still gags in there that I haven't quite clicked with and I'll go back and watch and just, Oh, I'll get another one or, or I'll notice something else. Or, yeah. I, I think, I think those are the best. There were, like there's episodes that I remember there's someone, there'll be someone, someone will drop a gag and it'll just like go straight out of my head and I haven't even realized. And you just go, you just go back and, next time you watch it you're just like oh how did i miss that well yeah so probably yeah season four any of those mid-season where it hits its stride and then season six is really good too picking picking episodes is hard (laughs) it's true it is true what about a character um i'm a gill fan massive oh dude i was you read my mind yeah, pretty much any of those pathetic characters. Um, <laughs> like the characters that are just like the bottom of the barrel. Like Mo as well is one that the older I get, I find he's kind of like overt depression and he he's sort of like <laughs> he's better with the black dog and he's kind of like trying to keep this bar open and just <laughs> the people he has in his bar he hates <laughs> but then he's gonna cast him as like all those kind of realities are sort of when you're a kid, you sort of you don't resonate with it. But the older you get, you're like, I I really resonate with Mo. <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> just bitter, just bitter characters and 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 characters that the world is kind of um, beaten up a bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. No, I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, Gil. Oh, Gil. Yeah, Gil, Gil is like the bottom of the barrel, man. Like he is, <laughs> he, he is like the rough end of the stick. It's that's good stuff. Oh man, it's just yeah, it never ends. It's so good. Yeah. But uh, I, I, what's of course back to Doctor Colossus. You guys, you got a new album coming out. What's uh, what's happening? Yeah, well, I mean, the album will be a while off. We're sort of we've only. Like we've only really started digging again properly this year. Um, like after Nate passed away, we really yeah. went. To, we weren't going to play anymore. We managed to kind of keep playing with old school friends of ours, and um, my brother plays guitar. So like we all knew Nate real well, and like um, kind of those two guys that have joined get the vibe josh and joel they're both sort of on the level and and kind of slot in really quick so yeah we just started writing new music now um it's taken us a while while to sort of i guess work out what we wanted to do as with a with a stylistically yeah where we push it but yeah we've got new trends on the boil so i'd say we'll probably the album ready by around about oakley doakley time Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I can't wait to see you and the boys up here in Queensland. That's for sure, man. And I uh, want to thank thank you for taking the time, especially uh, chatting so long about the, <laughs> the Simpsons. I love it. 
Oh, pleasure. Yeah, no worries at all. Good chat. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I'll see you and the boys in Brisbane. Until then, man, enjoy. Beauty. Looking forward to catching up. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 